0: League of Women Voters and the Recording Library of West Texas present Tall City Elections. Welcome to Tall City Elections. My name is Bailey Hennis. I'm executive director at the Recording Library of West Texas. I am a female in my early thirties. I have medium-length red hair, the kind out of a box. It's not natural. And today I am wearing an olive colored shirt and black slacks and my nails are done in Halloween theme with orange and black. And I am joined in studio with our special guest today, former mayor of Midland, who is running for re-election. Welcome back to the studio, Mr. Jerry Morales.
1: Good afternoon and thank you for inviting me. Glad to be here.
0: Yes, sir. Can you please audio describe yourself for our visually impaired audience?
1: Thank you. Yes. So Jerry Morales, uh, Hispanic. I'm 57 years old, have, uh, salty gray hair, and I say that because everybody, you still have a gray, uh, black hair, so salty gray hair, and I have a head full of hair, uh, blessed by my father. And, um, I'm 5'9", and about 190 pounds, and physically fit.
0: Excellent audio description, thank oh, you yeah, for well, that. Let me
1: say, uh, Wearing black pants, black shoes, and a pinstripe uh, shirt.
0: Perfect. We do this program for our visually impaired listeners. So you guys can just learn a little bit more about Mr. Morales so that you can go cast your vote. Jerry, you, of course, we all know you that you were our mayor. Mm-hmm. First off, what would you do on the break? <laughs> did you do anything yes. fun? Yeah, I did.
1: So those three years, uh, well, you know, the pandemic hit, and uh, that was a challenge, especially owning and operating restaurants. Uh, And so prior to, let me just say, once I left council, uh, being the mayorship, uh, I did have the biggest smile in Midland. Uh, It was a relief to to be kind of normal again and get back into routine, spend time with family. I did travel. Uh, I tried to pick up my golf game better, worked out. And so those kind of things. But also uh, got back involved with my restaurants more. And uh, we have three restaurants, Gerardo's Casita and two Mulberry Cafes. So... uh, was active in the restaurants and kind of growing that. And then pandemic hit. Uh, that pandemic was a challenge and we worked through it and had to create, be creative and outside the box to keep those doors open. And then post-pandemic, um, we just really worked hard to build back up our business and bring all of our employees back and kind of get back into normality. And so today, uh, things are, are normal again.
0: Great. Do you think that experience, since you are a business owner, you kind of had a different experience with COVID, did that kind of shape you to have a better understanding of the workforce here? Like, how did that affect
1: you? Sure. Well, so for for restaurant operators like myself, you know, we were considered essential by the governor. And so uh, we were, I was on a part of a state committee through the Texas Restaurant Association that worked hand in hand with the governor's advisory council. On how to get, uh, you know, really keep Midland moving or Midland, I'm sorry, Texas moving forward, and so for the restaurant industry, I was a a, an advocate and a lobbyist to fight to keep our restaurants open, in the hospitality industry, stating that we needed to feed senior citizens, first responders, uh, people that don't didn't have uh, access to food. Uh, We had heat, we had drinks, so you know we were able to do a lot of things for folks, and uh, and we did help out in a lot of ways. So. Uh, I spent a lot of time uh, helping other restaurants to survive, uh, to get through the pay, uh, payroll funding that they supplied from the mm-hmm. federal government, and uh, we, we we worked on trying to help with offsetting rents and mortgages and taxes that uh, they couldn't pay during that time. So uh, there was a it was a lot to to do to support your family and your employees and other restaurants uh in the industry. So uh, you, you're right; it's it was great to be able to give back in that way.
0: So now that things have, I hate to say, leveled out because I feel like we're still playing catch up. But what, what what are you passionate about moving forward for Midland? What are your what's your top vision?
1: Yeah, you know, so I, I was encouraged uh, when the current mayor stated that he was not going to run again, and uh, it was kind of interesting that the councilwoman Blong announced that right away that she was running. So I you know the, a little more uh, time to realize that there. The, you know there would be an opportunity for uh, the mayor's seat being open. Um, I think there was folks that said, look you know there's uh, we want more candidates we want to have an opportunity to hear more voices and uh, who we want to elect to lead our community. Uh, so my support base came out very strongly and encouraged me to run. I, I waited till the last uh, day at one o'clock before I filed because I just wanted to make sure my heart was there, my enthusiasm, my energy, my family. Uh, my employees, and so, you know, there was a lot of thought process during that two weeks uh, to get myself wrapped around this idea of being an opportunity to run for mayor again. Sure. Uh, So with that being said, we announced we are in going forward. um, I can just tell you, being the former mayor and always being involved from behind the scenes and helping other candidates through other campaigns, uh, you know, there's Millen's a great community. It's my hometown. And I know the air, I know the projects, I know what we need. Uh, this is the, the, what I bring is experience, of course, a, a wealth of experience. The, my two opponents have less than three years of experience. So, so the experience I bring is, you know, roads and housing, infrastructure, water, green space, quality of life, um, working agreements. And uh, what, you know, I'm very proud of our accomplishment that we, we did in six years, you know, we updated both aquatic pools, the downtown revitalization, brand new convention center, municipal court, passed a five year road bond. So all of those projects, uh, were important and makes Midland a difference. Today we're seeing road construction, part of the road bond. Uh, we need to more information, uh, on identifying our next set of roads. I'm not saying that I'm going to go out and advocate for another road bond, but we definitely need to continue working on roads and potholes and, more ramps for our handicap. Uh, so there's, uh, roads will always be an issue. Our infrastructure is aging. We still have a lot of cast iron in underground. So we need to uh, continue working on replacing aging infrastructure, uh, housing. It's not such a critical issue today, but with our oil and gas economy, it's so cyclical. So, you know, who knows what happens? We just need to ensure that we have land. I was very proud to put in the Northeast Water Tower, uh, that brought in 10,000 new meters. So it's kind of thinking outside the box and being prepared uh, water. Uh, I was on the team that brought the T-bar water in, and uh, we today now have no worries about water, so we need to start securing long-term water, and that would be coming from Fort Stockton. And to do that, based on my experience, I know what it takes to put the infrastructure in and the cost. And with inflation today, everything's so expensive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these kind of things have to be communicated in in full transparency to the public, and that's the other deal. I want a city hall with no walls. I want us to be able to communicate, and I was very proud that I was able to bring all five tax entities to the table and talk about our issues. Our schools need uh, new facilities. Our teachers need raises. And so uh, are we going to have another school bond? school board will tell us, but I would be advocating to work with the school board to say, hey, Uh, Whatever that school bond is, let's make sure it works so that we can get it passed to help our education system. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same with county. They need water. So I'm not sure the plan there, but to to get with our county judge and commissioners and better understand what the strategic plan is to bring water to the county. And hospital. Hospital always needs medical needs. Not only do we serve Midland, but we serve uh, uh, those in other communities who can't afford health care. And so they come to Midland. And then there's Midland College. And so uh, you know, there's a lot uh, yeah. to being mayor.
0: Right. Whenever you were considering <laughs> running again, th- did you have certain things that you just felt like weren't finished yet that you wanted to have your hand in?
1: No. Uh, I was very satisfied where we left Midland. And for the new council that came in, we I was I had my chest uh, up high and my head up high knowing that we put them in good position uh, with a good budget, uh, physically responsible uh, reserve, and uh, projects that were in line. So today what what again what I want to make sure and because I'm in the service industry is is, is service. I want to make sure that uh that we can provide the taxpayers a service they need, uh that there's no hold-ups, hook-ups, that there's no walls. Uh I want to bring unity to the community. I want everybody to feel like that they uh, are being represented. I want the council members to know that the mayor is supporting them on all projects. Uh downtown revitalization, there's so much more to do there. Uh, so I think more for me is the mayor knowing that the, the the basic infrastructure projects I know how to do. It's bringing us all together to share our resources to make Millen a better place.
0: Do you have some suggestions on how you can get the public more involved? I know you mentioned I'd like for you to elaborate more on not having any walls.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, how can you get the public more involved and yeah. interested?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, um, we'll just use taxes for a reason, for example you know, during budget hearings we really encourage the public to watch uh budget hearings online. Uh, we 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 definitely uh used our T V channel to which is channel two to get that a message across or just being there in presence. Then there's commissions and boards that they can go online and fill out an application to serve on the numerous commissions and boards that we have. Uh the nonprofit world, huge nonprofit world and our nonprofits do such a great job but they're always hurting for representatives. And and that's really how I got my start in city council experience is learning through nonprofits, serving in different um uh, capacities to better understand the needs of our community and and so you you get and I to identify the different cultures. And uh so you know, just there's there's always uh, an ask. I mean PTAs, think about school boards and PTAs, they need that and sports and so um there's a lot of opportunities for mentors that we need, ambassadorship. Uh, you just have to get out there, and, and you could easily reach out to me or any council member and say, you know, what, where's the need at? And we'll direct them, I promise you that.
0: Excellent. So do you see more partnerships and collaborations with local nonprofits happening in the near future?
1: All the time. I think, you know, again, the, where we're at today with Shared Space is, is a is a unique facility that you don't see in a lot of cities where you have all the Nonprofits under one roof and able to um, go to this one facility to talk to them if you want to, like trick-or-treating.
0: Right. Right? (laughs) Go to to each suite and say, hey, what do do you have? What's your mission? (laughs) But,
1: um, you know, and I'll take a note, like the Midland Hispanic Cultural Center uh, teaches an art of dancing, Hispanic dancing to a group of students, and so maybe you have a talent in that. Um, or the Sibley Nature Center that's right next to do- door to that, or the I-20 Wildlife. So mm-hmm. it's just amazing how our community continues to expand and grow uh, in different directions. Carl Borowski, who leads up uh, helping the homeless and feeding them and showering them, uh, he does a lot of things that, but he also does a lot of things for, let's say, young men, teaching them the etiquette of being a young man. So uh we all have something that we can offer for sure.
0: Sure. We're we're actually recording live from Midland Shared Spaces. The recording library is located inside Midland Shared Spaces as Jerry mentioned. And like he's saying there's so many nonprofits in Midland and a lot of support from foundation generous f- Individuals who support us, and um, we often collaborate with each other. But exposure is always an issue, I think, for especially for us. We've been here since 1963, and a lot of people don't know about us. So, having those partnerships with the city, with MISD, with all, and just sharing resources is really important in our community.
1: Well, and and it's so much easier today because uh, of technology, Mm -hmm. and now we can do live feeds on our phone and see it immediately. I can tape something and and post it, and it's seen in 30 seconds. Right. So, you know, your messages and marketing and all of that information that has to get out can just be so much more advanced and quicker than it used to be in the old days. So that makes it very nice. Uh, You know, campaigning right now, um, you know, I have a couple of 20-year-olds who are just amazing uh, with the push of a button on their phone, and they can change my whole campaign world. (laughs) So it's exciting. but. I will tell you when when we were revitalizing downtown uh you have to put in you know the the fiber optics and the new tech the new wiring that it requires to keep up with the, the back end that's is, right. is expensive. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We understand that here yes. with all of our recording booths and that's right. and station. Yes. It's um it's pretty pricey and it takes a long time to complete. It does. Different phases. And it's,
1: once you complete then all of a sudden there's a new one that comes out. Oh,
0: a new update. <laughs> yes. yes. You get them all installed and then there's a new yeah. update. Yes, we're very familiar with that. We're also thankful for our technology. Uh, We use things like the Amazon Alexa devices Mm -hmm. so our our visually impaired clients can hear our station and they they don't have to be in one stationary place. They can talk to it from within their home. Mm -hmm. And so that really just uh, technology has really been beneficial to our mission in particular.
1: That's great.
0: Um, I want to touch back a little bit on you mentioned, you know, bringing water to the county and helping our hospitals, things like that. Would that mean outsourcing and bringing people in to help with those or retaining what we have here? What does that look like?
1: Yeah. So and and understanding, so those five tax entities all have their own boards, uh, commissions, and uh, they're elected by the citizens. So uh, we cannot... Uh, all we can, as a mayor, can go in and just be a support system and offer maybe some suggestive ideas uh, but not actually have a vote. So uh, it would be under their respective districts to identify how they want to best address those issues. For Midland, we did have to outsource. Um, our traffic engineering department, for example, um, we didn't have enough engineers in-house to help design all the work that needed to be done. So we outsourced. Uh, so that we could keep up with the work and make sure that we're not getting behind. Uh, Our 911 dispatch, there really is times sometimes that you might have to go outside the box to bring in a third party to help receive those calls just so that nobody uh, everybody's 911 emergency call is answered. So uh, if there's that opportunity that we feel like we need to, sometimes a little more money, sometimes it does save money because um, you're not keeping somebody on salary all the time. But what's important is to make sure that that service is completed or a, a project is going to be on time and under budget and so forth. So, a lot of, a lot of different ways to look at it.
0: And at, workforce issues are always a common denominator that we experience in Midland. Midland is its own entity. We see it nonprofit, you see it. I was just curious on a personal level, since you own three restaurants here, how do you personally handle the workforce issue? How do you keep your employees? How do you retain employees? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm real big on culture. I, I really believe that, um, you know, trying to create a culture that uh, w- works for what your system is about and, uh, you know, teaching them and training them as of course, first and foremost. Uh, they ought to be able to, if, you, if you're not there, that customer needs to know that they're working through that employee but feel like I'm there, Jerry Morales is present. And, and then when you're not there, that employee has been trained to understand that this is my expectations clean floors at all times, uh, sanitation all times, hot food goes out hot, cold food goes out cold. Uh, we're going to have six-minute delivery times, one-minute drink service. You know, all of those things, whether I'm there or not, uh, those are my expectations. And so there's constant training, and then there's constant meetings about uh, team building and culture and who we are and what we stand for and what we're trying to accomplish so that it's always ongoing. Competitive wages. Um, you know, over the years, I've had to wait, raise that wage um, but I also have to raise the menu prices to keep up. So uh, com- wages are definitely competitive. Work schedules. Uh, people don't like working on Sundays in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a big money-making day, so there's got to be uh, enough staff to rotate and, and get through all that. Uh, so you know, I'm telling you, when you have employees, uh, you serve as not only owner and operator, but the banker, uh, the, the preacher, the accountant, uh, the lawyer, the family advisor, and so you carry a lot of hats and a lot of roles, and you can't walk away from that. Your staff uh, expects to see your leadership, and uh, and so for me, that's what's worked is just being present, working with them, and letting them know that our customers are important you're important, and uh, let's take care of what we need to take care of.
0: I was going to say that also sounds like the job description of mayor. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what I tell them. When you get me, you're getting that person who believes and understands about service, but we're going to have a culture. And like when we have city council retreats, it's we're going to do our best to get the service that you deserve because you're paying taxes, and mm-hmm. you should get return on that.
0: I have two last questions for yes. you. What are some things that the city does well, in your opinion.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, uh, I believe, I believe that our 1,000 employees really do care. and They try hard. Uh, You know, most most of our departments are understaffed, and they're doing everything they can because they know that they have, there's needs out there. And uh, so they try to protect the city, keep it safe, keep it uh, operating as smoothly as possible. When your water line goes down, I know it could be at 2 o'clock in the morning, nobody thinks about it, but when you're 12... Uh, let 's just say plumbers short gosh it's it 's hard to uh, to get somebody out there at two and three in the morning on a broken line,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: you got to do it and so uh, i I really believe in our our thousand and plus employees who get out there and work hard every day to make midland uh the best place it can be to live and then uh then there 's that management team that 's above them um and then the people the people in midland are just amazing i mean we 're a giving community and it 's been amazing to watch the stories all the time around the clock giving back to our communities in different ways
0: oh yeah we we are midland strong for right. sure yes we, we come together when we need to yes. that's that's there's no doubt about that and then one last question Jerry for you and it's kind of a fun question if you were to receive a personal grant of a million dollars and it comes with some staff <laughs> 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 um, what would you use that for
1: oh gosh you've really got me now gosh, yeah. so many uh, a million I, you know I I uh, I really like. Well, I probably would set up a uh, some type of nonprofit to where uh, you really can service those who are in need. Um, because everybody, when you live in a, a very uh, cost living town like ours, it's very you know expensive to live here. Helping those to just get by for the day, you know, put food on the plate or pay for their roof over their head. But also, you know, uh, helping businesses get started. I, I really appreciate watching. Uh, small businesses get out of their home and apartment, garage, or whatever, and, and into a facility. Uh, and, and we do have programs like that. And, uh, but I guess it would just be for the good of the city. I would, I would turn it around and make sure that we could touch as many people with a million dollars as we can.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you for joining us today, Jerry. And can you please let our listeners know how they can find you?
1: Yes. So, again, Jerry Morales running for mayor. Uh, we are at www.moralesformidland.com on facebook morales for mayor and we are on instagram and linkedin so uh, definitely through social media you can reach us and anytime you can call 432-570-8012 and always love to visit and i always tell folks being in the restaurant i can definitely be at the table with you with a cup of coffee or tea and we can visit
0: great well thank you again jerry thank you Toll City Elections is a nonpartisan and unbiased community project of the League of Women Voters of Midland and the Recording Library of West Texas. The League of Women Voters and the Recording Library do not endorse, support, or oppose any candidates for office or a political party. All candidates for office are invited to participate in this project.